You're listening to Adi Shokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Right. Well, check one, check two. I'm, I'm out here checking out the incredible faculty studios. I just thought, let me just come and say hello to my brother. See what you're working with here. And maybe we can have a chat about this yam carnival that just happened. What's going on, bro? Good, good, good. Top line the building. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, Shopsy. Thanks for gracing my studio with your presence. Nah, listen, it was an honor. Um, again, when some of our people are doing incredible things, setting up studios, pushing the culture in different ways that they can, uh, it's always very important that we kind of support as best as we can not only with our pockets with our prayers and with our efforts and that's why we're here so what are you saying about this young carnival man it seemed well number one yes sh- shout out to the whole team okay uh because it's not easy let's not forget we are still recovering from a pandemic fine fine absolutely and the turnout was crazy i don't know the numbers here between 26 and 30k right that's not a small feat no it's crazy crazy numbers so that's crazy numbers so shout out to the team promotion organizers and everything yeah uh i think what's what's important is to recognize the effort that people are putting in to put on a great show yeah because often people only see where the finished, yeah, finish, see the finished products, yeah, where things go wrong uh-huh. and stuff like that. But you know, yeah. it's easy to notice when things go wrong. Yes, and even if it's the slightest thing, mm. it becomes uh, magnified. Yes, yes, it does. But from experience, to even put that event on with post pandemic, of course, we have few festivals like that. Yeah, it, listen, like, there's no festival in the UK um, that right. can boast of such a lineup. This was Africa meeting, the Caribbean yes. meeting, the UK meeting, the United States of America. Yam Carnival was created to celebrate African music yes. and bringing the best of black music black across culture, the yeah. world into the UK. Um, Clapham Common Park um, yes. headline by the incredible David O, you know, superstars like. Legends like Beanie Man, yes. superstars like the likes of Yemi Alade, Pato yes. Rankin. Then you have people like Coffee, Coffee uh, King Promise. You've got Stone Boy. You yes. had uh, Fatuma Diawara. You had the Major League DJs. You had, you know, so it was an incredible event with three yeah. massive stages. The, f- the biggest stage was the Carnival stage. That's the headline stage. And then there are different stages with Afrotronic. Yeah. The Amapiano Afro House crew, they were doing their thing. Yeah. And then they had a second stage where the likes of King Promise and, and Cole were I there. I saw even UG. Yeah, UG oh was a God. guest performer, I, I believe, by King King Promise. Um NSG were on the stage, Darko, Miss Banks. Um, the list goes on. It was an incredible day out. Yeah. Um apart from the concert in itself. You know what was put together in that park yeah. was also just a beautiful. You know, when you walk into the park, there are massive images of like the 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 the, the Igbo yes. tradition. You know, yes. the, the massive images where people can go I out. I saw the masquerades as yeah, well. Yeah, then they had the masquerades on stage just yeah. to teach people a little bit of the African culture because it's called Yam Carnival. Yam Carnival, yeah. And Yam, 
I believe, you know, is also kind of like the the Igbos celebrate Yam Festival every year, New Yam Festival. So it has something to do with that. And they only felt it was right to use that opportunity to also show uh, some of the younger audiences and people that don't, you know, are not from this culture, what, you know, a little taste of the Igbo masquerade and Igbo culture. They came on stage, they, they had the music and, you know, were dancing and just quickly for a couple of moments let people see into that um for me the performances were incredible i thought um nsg was fantastic uh, i've seen them perform before but it was at the height of their big hits a couple yeah. of years ago and you know at that time as as a fan and an audience you don't allow the artists to perform their big hit we're singing it ourselves yeah um but now I had the opportunity to watch them really put a show together. They kicked off with the violinist that walked onto the stage and started playing, and then the band walked in, and they performed impeccably well. Then you have, you know, a Miss Banks. A Miss Banks, one of the big shout outs to all the female rappers, man, like female artists in general. They always add a little bit more to the performances that people expect which yes. will be dance routines yeah. and you know all of this stuff they're singing they're rapping they're dancing they you know they have to be sassy sexy look it's a lot of work for people like Miss Banks she gave an amazing show now you see before we go into the performances because mm. I know that's what you're really going to talk about today, yes what was your role in this Okay, uh, I was one of the hosts. Um, I was co-host alongside an African icon in, in Eddie Caddy. Caddy! Um, uh, one of the most <laughs> incredible comedians of our generation and, and someone who has broken grounds over the last 20 years. Uh, headlined at the O2 Arena himself yes. and has toured Africa from country to country yes. and making us laugh and, and really carrying... Um, his identity as being Congolese on his back yes, from day one yes. at a time when it was very difficult to be that person. So um, he was, it was so it was Eddie Caddy and myself co-hosting the Yam uh, Carnival yeah. and it was just an amazing thing. Our role was just to keep the audience engaged and to introduce every act on stage yeah. and of course just make sure that you know the, the main stage the carnival stage was was a, a stage where people had an amazing time throughout so that was pretty much my role I've got a little anecdote about uh, Eddie actually yeah, yeah. Eddie headlined my first and hosted actually my first ever comedy show that we did my first ever show that I managed solely like mm. I was the lead in Burgess Park Eddie did that so and Peckham Square. So Eddie's been doing it for a for while. For a long time. And supporting the community. For a long time. For now, long time. from your perspective, yes. being that you were the host, yes. what was the crowd like? What was it like being in... Because I see you, You there's no time you're ever on stage and you're not always dancing and shaking your ass. Yes. So what was it like? <laughs> Listen, man, it is stuff of dreams. Like I've said um, many a times before, big shout-outs to... Yam, the, the, the Yam team, Event Horizon, uh, Smade Events, the entire team, Live Nation, the entire team that put this incredible event together and have given someone like myself an opportunity to, to do what I do and, and to entertain the crowd and, and host on stage. 
it is a feeling like none other. You know, someone like myself, I, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do any type of drugs, but I love music to my soul. Um, and every reaction you get on from me on stage is actually a reaction you see in me when I'm driving in the car or if I'm at home listening to music. But the difference is I've got almost 30,000 people you know, reacting the same way yeah, I am yeah. and giving me an instant response. I'm, yeah. I'm blessed to be on radio uh, at the Beat London 103.6 FM hosting yeah. an Afrobeat show every Wednesday. Afro hits from 7 p.m. to 10 p. Uh, to 9 p.m. Then I have an Afrobeat podcast. Yes. So I'm constantly around Afrobeat and African popular culture, but I react like that in my own privacy. So what people get on the stage is just me in front of other people, and I'm lucky that. Most of the time when I'm doing, when I have hosting duties, I am blessed to have incredible audiences that are willing to engage the same way. Yes. It's an amazing feeling. People hadn't been out for two years. They came to Yam Carnival. There was music, there was DJ, there was food, beautiful women. It was incredible. There was nothing not to like. And when you're on stage like that, you get a beautiful view of everybody and Yo, I'm not going to lie. It's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, you were talking about how you listen to that music and yeah. you love it within yeah. your own privacy. Yes. Now you're seeing these acts live. Yes. Now, music is great. Yes. Stage performance is another thing. Yeah. Talk to us about what the, the performers were like. Mm. Well, um, African music, the beauty of African music is uh, the live aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I think because music originated from Africa, the drums, the sounds, the, you know, dance, and most of the entertainers, the Afrobeats artists, Afropop Afro acts have now infused these elements into their live performances. So when you're talking about people like your Yemi Alade, your Pato Rankin, you know, these guys and girls have now started to add this incredible elements to it. Now, the performers, like I said to you, it was a huge stage. A lot of people hadn't been at, you know, huge concerts like this for a while. The expectations were humongous. I see this Afrobeats artist every single time performing. I've been, I've probably been to every single major concert over the last 10, 12 years but I never tire from it. I'm a huge fan of the culture. I adore the entertainers. I love to support them. And every time I go to a concert, I always feel like that's my first. Yeah. You know, Yemi, for instance, I've seen her in Kenya. I've seen her in Nigeria. I've seen her in Paris. I've seen her in Holland. I've seen her in London. But this time it was different. You know, it, it was in front of 30, you know, close to 30,000 people. And she absolutely smashed it with dancers, with the band, Patarankin the same. You know, I was surprised that someone like Patarankin was performing and, a, you know, an incredible DJ like DJ Obi walked past me and he's like, yo, Pato was smashing it. You know, he was engaging. And because Patarankin is an artist, not only an Afrobeat artist, but he also comes from the reggae dancehall ilk. Yeah. So he yeah, adds yeah, that yeah, to true. it. Yes. So that was fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, you see someone like Miss Bang, she killed it. NSG, incredible. However, when you witness an icon like Beanie Man Beanie. work his yes. magic on stage, you have to stop and just marvel yeah. at the crowd control 
the stage craft you know the 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 it, it, that for me was the most emotional part of the entire process to watch someone like Benny Man really take on the audience to incredible heights and it was just fantastic each one of the performers for me brought something incredible to that main stage yes the other stages that I didn't witness live had the likes of King Promise and Stone Boy and you, like you said, UG, Major League DJs, but I saw videos of these performances and because they're like in massive tents of probably about 5,000 5, people, it looked like a ruckus. Yeah. Each one of those performances went up. Yeah. Probably about 5,000 5, people it looked like a ruckus. Yeah. Each one of those performances went up. Yeah. Yes, you know, the, 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 one of the major talking points was Kelani yeah. not being able to perform. And, yeah. Can, can I say something? Yes, you? please. How, okay, um, look, this is Shoot, me putting, talk I'm putting to me. you into the deep end. No, here. don't worry, man, talk to me. In that moment, yes. I saw the video. Yes. You were right beside Kalani when she was like, y'all should get your money back. Yeah, yeah. And how, you were on with your phone. Yes. I think you had your phone. Yes. Now. What was going through your mind at that time? Because I saw that you were composed. Yes. You were composed and I see you didn't want to speak out a turn. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, First of all, let me tell you what happened. Yes. Which a lot of people would not understand. Kalani was on stage ready for her set. Okay. Everything was fine. Yeah. Yes, we had one or two technical difficulties in the past, but, but, but that was, you know, that was besides the point. That usually, sometimes it happens at a yeah. massive festival yeah. like that. It's you're going to expect it's a hiccup. Yes. It's live. However, she had an equipment with her electric guitarist. Okay. That the equipment wasn't connecting with the system okay. on the stage okay and the sound i'm telling you that the sound crew the festival organizers management everybody was behind that place looking at how to get this thing sorted everybody listen bro they had flown kalani into the country alongside other superstars wanting her to give the performance yeah. of her life. Why would Especially, they not want to give her the best? Especially with that kind of audience that was really receptive of yeah. performances. Yeah. After spending about 30, 40, close to 40 minutes on that stage, changing wires, bringing plugs, looking at set, they were doing everything to get that uh, electric guitar, electric guitar to work because the lady that was handling the electric she had a, a separate equ equipment for it unfortunately I, I i personally you know i'm correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like maybe the the, the electric guitar, guitar was a massive component of kalani's set okay 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 it was massive yeah. if it wasn't i'm sure they would they, she would probably that. just bypass that and 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 done gone on but I think it was a key ingredient of her set and it was almost impossible for her to do anything without, without that. Um, and it got to the stage where, you know, people were booing and Kalani just wanted to walk out there and to talk to the fans and to let them know that she was part of them. You know, she, you have to understand that her me mentality at that point had switched from being 
the superstar that people came to see but had switched into a member of the audience who had come to see someone yes. who now we they paid can't, to they see, can't see Kalani. So what she said was just pandering to the feelings of the audience. She understood the difficulties that the technical crew was going through. Okay. I'm sure yeah. she'll be disappointed, but I can guarantee you that she, at, at, deep down, she she they were there. Yeah. You know, they saw it. For me. I didn't feel anyway, even though people were booing and that would have been a very difficult position for any young host to be in. But for me, number one, that's your job. You get paid to to handle situations like that. You're the face. Yeah, it's not that when everything is nice and hunky-dory and everybody's yeah. teshimole, that's when you're happy. <laughs> no, you get paid to go out there and deliver bad news if there is bad news. And that was my job. And besides, you have to understand that I had also connected with this audience for close to eight hours before that. Right. So at that point, I had seen myself as one of them. Even right. though they were not happy about what was going on, they know that this guy is actually one of us who wants us to be entertained as well. So in, in, what, when Kalani was pandering to them, that everybody would have to understand their feelings at the moment and almost pander to their feelings at that moment. But we all knew that it was situ it was a situation beyond everybody's control. The technical just couldn't happen and it was a sad moment for all. However, she did eventually give like a 10 minute performance because once your time slot goes, you have to go because remember, is the Clapham Park? Yeah. The music has to be turned off at a particular time. Clapham Someone else is coming on yeah. stage, and the headline artist was none other than a monster from Lagos, Nigeria, in one who they call OBO, the 30 BG CEO, King David himself, who came after that to deliver a band-storming performance. Guess what? He had technical difficulties too, hmm. but he handled it like a G, like a genius. His DJ, David Set, usually consists of a DJ and a live band, yeah. so it's a combination thing. Yeah. However, the DJ's controller all of a sudden just wouldn't pick up. So, you know, the the, com the live band, the composers were left to pick up where the DJ would have played. And they switched like it was nothing and nobody realized that. And and David gave the most mature performance I had seen David O give in close to five years. Wow. He, you know, he was aware of the moment. He delivered his, his, his hits to the audience. He connected with the crowd. He was even bantering with the crowd. Remember, he had been criticized in the past for screaming at Afro Nation. Yeah. And there are parts where he's singing where he says, should I shout? They'll say I'll <laughs> shout. You know, that's how comfortable this man was. You know, going through what he's gone through in the last one year or two years and the difficulties he's had to go through. And then to have those challenges on the day on stage... David showed me a next level that he was unlocking right. with that performance at Yam Carnival. All in all, apart from the, the Kalani situation, which I believe you know, is the first festival, we had some technical difficulties. I believe and you know the organizers are onto a winner. 
what they have done is incredible um, and as a people the one thing that I would just love to implore our people is whenever our people stand up and try to do something that's great for the community and bringing people together when they trip don't, we should hold them up don't crucify them when they trip don't kick them down because we never had something like this it's just like Afro Nation we never had anything like that and now that we do where our entertainers you know are now standing on stages that superstars around the world are standing shoulder to shoulder exactly. because of the risks and the investments that these people have put together yes we might be disappointed for a moment but we must also applaud the great efforts and hold them up to be able to do it the next time. Can I just quickly correct you on one thing? Yes, please. You said our artists are now standing side by side beside superstars. Yeah. Can I restate that? No, they're superstars. Our artists yes. are now the superstars. No, no. I'm, I mean, what I'm trying to say is this. They've always been superstars. Yes. But we never had the stages yes, to celebrate that's them true, that way. That's true. This David, is a new stage. No. A what new audience. A new yeah, platform. Always seeing your Davies, your Yemis, your Tiwas, your Wiz, your Burners and Coles, your Debanges and P Squares as superstars. They are yes. icons to us. Two Faced, DBS, Stoneboy, Sarko, yes. all of these guys. However, we did not have those stages of our own to beam them to the world. Now they're equally superstars. Now. Yes. We have those stages yes. where a Kaladi could come to perform to close to 30,000 fans who were singing her songs, but the same audience was singing to David O and Yemi Alade's songs. Amazing. Now that's the amazing part. Uh, that's amazing. And Beanie Man. Can you imagine? Beanie Man. Come on. Beanie Man. The last thing I'm going to say is this Beanie Man needs to be a course that entertainers study before they start performing. Period. Boom. And on that note, yes, sir. Any other last words, sir? Well, as always, make sure you follow me across all social media. Adishopwe.olajide uh, on Instagram, Afrobeats Podcast on YouTube, all the platforms, and I'm on the Beat on One 3.6 FM every Wednesday from seven to nine on Afro Hits. Thank you very much. Afro. Thank you, bro. Speak to you soon. Yes, sir. You're listening to Adishopwe Live. The Afro Beats Podcast. Right. Right.